When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over a 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply from the Fifth Quarter Studios in Madison, Wisconsin, you're listening to Coach Unplugged. And now, your host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. So excited you decided to join us today. Uh, before we jump in, I'd like to give a big shout out to our two sponsors. First of all, Dr. Dish, the number one shooting machine on the market. You aren't going to find anything else like it. They are our sponsors because I own three of them, and I truly believe in this machine. I truly believe in the people that work there and the product. Uh, mention Coach Unplugged, and we'll give you $400 off. Just say, Coach Collins sent me. Coach Unplugged sent me, and they'll take really, 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 really good care of you. Trust me. Also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. 14-day free trial. Um, you're going to want to check it out before prices increase. You know, it's just that things happen. <laughs> Coach Collins has only got so many hours in a day. Go over and check it out. It's got the roadmap. It's got everything that you need to become a better basketball coach in one stop. You know, if you're looking for clinic videos, if you're looking how to break a one three one, if you're looking how to run a zone offense, if you're looking how to, to pick an offense, if you're looking for anything, it's got it there for you as I hit my microphone. Oh, well, um, it, you know, and it also helps us pay the bills, helps us keep all these podcasts, um, the high school hoops and five minute basketball coaching podcasts and funnel down and all these things free to you. Um, teachhoops.com is what pays the bills and keeps the lights on. So um, we'd love if you went over and checked that out. And let's head off to the podcast. Basketball coach at Holt High School, which is a big class A in the Lansing area. So okay. right next to East Lansing. Okay. Uh, it's a like the league itself is a tough league. I actually, um, Magic Johnson, uh, where he went to high school, is in that league. Okay. Ever high so school. A is A is like like our division one like it's the yep. biggest one yeah okay. it's a okay. and one or they, they're synonymous they're okay. the same thing okay. where we are and uh so we have uh like it's a i mean over the years like al horford was in the league growing up uh grand Suton, uh east lansing just sent a kid to michigan we actually have a kid from our high school that went to michigan as well he's okay. a walk on so, there so you're like our league you're legit you got legit players yeah okay yeah. there's usually somebody in our league that makes it a far in the state championship so okay in that run so 
Well, I, I was under the, I've been, I started off this my 10th year coaching. Okay. I was, I started off as the freshman assistant coach, then the freshman coach, then the JV coach for like six years. And then two weeks before the season started last year, our coach who wasn't a teacher had to resign because of his job. So I was promoted two weeks before the season started with, but I knew all the kids. So like I was, I was just thrown in two weeks before to go. Right. Okay. Okay. The year before we were three and 18, we had a rough year, but the two years before that we won this championship and we're like 17 and four. Okay. But, and then this last year we went seven and 14. So we improved on the year before, but it's, I, there was some growing pains that I had going from moving from JB. Oh, yeah. There's, there's, I tell people there's a lot of difference in that six inches, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's me from when I, and I got mine like October before I, we got, I got married in July and got the job in October and started in November. So I, I can, I've, I've been there. I know it's like your head's just spinning. It's like, yeah. oh, I know. And yeah. I took it from a couple of the two coaches that were in front of me, both were like, very renowned in the area one had one had been he's which is really nice he's actually in my building we work okay. in the city he's still a teacher in the district and then the other one had just won a state championship with one of the catholic schools in the area and so i learned a bunch from them but i wanted to be different so like, i got okay. changed quite a bit of this like especially offensively i thought that we needed to do some different things offensively to really get going because the year before uh they only averaged like 37 38 points a game so we, I knew we needed to get things going and get, uh, bring that offense up. So I installed a different offense to cater to our two better players, our two returning guards. And our, offensively, we did do better, but not. We couldn't just. We we just didn't have the horses. I felt like this last year. Okay. So so what? So let's talk. We'll talk offense first. So what do? How many people are in your league? Uh seven teams. Okay, and what does everyone else do? Almost every single team is like kind of a motion, except for, uh, I mean, a couple teams basically just give it to their best player and clear out. <laughs> okay. And, and then there's most of them are motion type of an offense. And then some are uh, very strict like plays. Okay. There's a couple and that then, are like play after play. And then defensively, what does everybody run? We won't see a team that plays, uh, plays uh, zone all year. Everybody is man in our area. Okay. Everybody goes man constantly. Okay. And uh, like that, I thought like defensively, we did a really good job this last year. It was uh, offensively. And then there's a couple of, there's one other thing that I wanted to talk to you about that. Like I thought that we really struggled with. So uh, let's do this first. Let's do this first. So, okay. So what did, what did you do offensively and what did you do defensively? So offensively we did ball screen continuity. Okay. We moved to that because I had two very good ball handlers that could score. Okay. And what teams were doing the year before is they would just take them out of the play constantly. Like they would just double team the ball all the time. And so I was like, okay, so let's get them out away, move somebody, uh, get a screen, let's give the, give them a little bit easier of a shot to get to the basket and create. And that worked for the most part, but <laughs> shockingly with uh, my team wasn't that big, our best offense was when I went four guards under five foot or five foot ten, five foot eleven, and one kid who was six foot three, and just spread everybody out. I mean, if they're gonna play man, that's yeah. why I asked the question. Okay, and then what did you do defensively? It was man. Okay, strictly man. Okay, we did a couple. We did a 
there was a kid for the our district final or district game that we ended up losing like two days before COVID happened. We lost like the two nights before all that happened, but he we went to a zone against him because the kid was averaging like thirty points a game in our league, and so like we we went to a a one two two and I put like a really long lanky kid up top so he and he had trouble getting by him. I bet so it, I bet it caused them some problems, didn't it? Oh yeah, they beat us by twenty five points the first time. They beat us by I think ten or twelve the second, and we had a shot with seven seconds left to win the game in that one. Okay, so I'm a man guy. Obviously, you're Michigan. I'm Wisconsin. Dick Bent, the Bennett's, yeah. the Ryan. Obviously, huge man to man. You got to play some zone. That's I'm yeah. just telling you right now. I'm a man guy. You got to play some zone. Like, because yeah. if everyone's playing man, you got to play zone because you're they're not going to know what to do. First of all, half the time. Yeah. Um. So like a matchup, something where you could trap. Mm-hmm. Um. Just I mean. It's about changing the rhythm of the yeah. game. And it's like, you know, if they scored four straight times on you, change it to zone and run yeah. two sets of zone. I just think – I've watched so much film, I'm telling you. It's like it will freak them. I mean, I'm not saying you're going to play 70% zone, but you should play 20% zone Yeah, just because now they got to prep for you. Now they got to do this. Maybe they're not shooting well. Maybe they'll yeah. turn the ball over. Yeah. Um, so I think that's I think defensively you got to think something on that line. So mm-hmm. What are you thinking offensively? So offensively, so what's different about it? Those two good guards are gone. Okay. So okay. Yeah, well, what it's going to be very different. I my four best players last year were under under six foot. When I would spread them out, two of those guys return, but then all the rest of my better players are going to be six foot three, six to six foot six. Oh my God! Then you should one three one. Holy crap! Like the thing is, is I, the, the big ones that don't have the lateral quickness is that great. The, the two guards do, but the bigs don't have the greatest lateral quickness. So my thought was... they're long, hey, man. I, I'm just... Was, off, was, it, was, it two, was, it, was a matchup 2-3, because I have a really good big. He's about 6'6". Six, six, he'll be like a Division One football player. And put okay. him in the middle. And then two longer, lankier kids on the wing for the 2-3. And then the, my two guards up top. Yeah, and then you trap in the corner yeah, some, and then yeah. you... Yeah, that's a good idea. Um. Yeah. So what are you thinking def- offensively next year then? So I've had – I have I mean, I've had the, this team basically I had on JV two years ago. Okay. And I've, they, they were really good just ball movement and uh, sharing the ball really well. So what I was – my thought process was going maybe that's a good read and react group. It is, it's a good read and react. Um, uh, there's a couple – I've been diving into the Princeton offense, which is like super mm-hmm. secret and blah, blah, blah. So um, – I got somebody coming on in a couple of weeks. He's going to give like a three-day seminar on it. So you should watch okay. that. It's free, okay. a couple hours yeah. a night. Um, so I'm going to steal a little bit of that too. Yeah. Um, can, who can handle the rock? Like, so I have a kid. I have two kids. A kid that's coming up from JV who is a, like a pure passer, point guard, which okay. he's very good. He, I, if, if we didn't have so many guards last year, he would have been up as a sophomore. Okay. Then I have another guard. Uh, who was one of those four little guards that uh, he's like five foot eight, five foot nine, but nobody can stay in front of him type of a thing. And he, he was like, there were times in the season where it was basically give him the ball and clear out type of a thing. So let's take your top eight. Who, who can handle the rock in the top eight? Like just those two, just those two, the other set, the other six are questionable. The there are, there's one other guard who's super athletic, but he's more of like a defender. 
he's okay. more of a so, so no dribble drive yeah you're, that's why i'm trying yeah, to dive yeah. we can eliminate some things um yeah. so yeah so i so i think read and react would be really good mm-hmm. i think you just gotta sit you gotta set some rules are mm-hmm. you gonna leave big boy does big boy have to be in the post yeah like he could do a high post he's a very good passer very good passer he's not a very good shooter so i think but. you want to set up yeah so you're gonna you're thinking four out one in then yeah with with him setting some uh, some ball screens and some back screens yeah and then i think you use some of the dribble drive and put him opposite the ball yeah um and then when they drive have him kind of do that banana cut mm-hmm. in the dribble drive yeah um and then have him like you got to give it so let's say when he goes out of the court off the court then are you going to go five out yeah when he's out, we'll go five out. Yeah, yeah. I think that's really good. I think that's a good idea. And I think you set special rules for him. Like, he has his yeah. own sets of rules. Oh, yeah. Because like, there, he's the only one that we have that's that size and that type of body. Right. So, I think that I think that will work. I think, yeah, yeah. I, I, I would spread people. Because when they're in mm-hmm. man, then they got to guard you. And then, yeah. Um, yeah we took East Lansing, which was a very good team this last year, to overtime one time uh, in – we went on a huge run when we just went five out because they had a six ten and a six six kid, and when we spread them out, one of those kids are guarding a five ten guard that they have zero chance on the perimeter. I mean, defensively, we were like, it was basically. Anybody press? Does anybody press? Uh, a couple teams do, but we have. I mean, usually our guards that we have in our league are usually going to play D2, D3 ball, every single, like most of the guards. So it's really hard to press. No, no. What I'm thinking is when you go to that zone, you could do like a 2-2-1 because mm-hmm. it basically falls right back into a 2-3. Yeah. And then you have your good athletic guys at the elbow, like yeah. up at the top. Mm-hmm. And just enough to like, whoa, they're pressing. Like, yeah. you know, just a change, again, changing the pace because your league sounds like my league. Sometimes yeah. – it just starts going like this, and you oh, got to yeah. like, whoa, hold on. Yeah, you got to slow it down. <laughs> You're making – well, no, you've – and I have I have one of my assistants chart it. Like, you've scored three straight times. I got to yeah. do something. Like, I got to stop. Like, it's such a game of flows that oh, – yeah. and when you're playing with these kind of players, you got to stop the flow. Yeah. Like, I got to do something. I got to sub. I got to call a timeout. I got to change my defense. I got to do something. Or we're going to get our butts canned to us. Yeah. Like, yeah kind of roll right now so that's what i'm thinking if you want to do anything like that no I, th- I i think that that's a good thing to jump in with some teams there's i mean there's some teams that i don't think we have any chance with pressing but uh because like in our league i would say we're in the middle of the pack athleticism okay so there's some teams that are just uber athletic and then there's some teams that aren't as athletic it sounds so. like our it sounds like my team's the last it's couple a, of years yeah it's a tough league it's right. I would say out of out of the state of Michigan, we're probably in the second or third toughest league. So, okay, yeah, I think you got those. I think those things are solved. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, if we have a season, if we have a season, yeah, kind of yeah. Way. If we have, I, I don't know. I think we will. I think that it's, it's trying in that way. But my kids, the other thing was, I haven't been able to be with my kids. My kids all go to AAU down in Indiana and do things where it's open and we're closed. We can't go into a gym. We so can't I've either. had to stay. I. I've stayed clear of all my kids and we've done a few things like conditioning. And then I go, well, I, I know you're lying to me when you tell me that you've lost, left the state, like you in the COVID screening. So I know you've gone to Indiana to do an AAU tournament. So I can't oh, no. really like, I, I just, so I, I was only having like 10 kids show up and I just said, okay, we're just going to stop with this. Right. I mean, I haven't do- done anything either. So here's my theory with that whatever. Like, yeah. I mean, I didn't, I didn't get them in the gym this summer, whatever. It's I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll figure it out when we get back together. It's kind of my yeah. thing. There's bigger issues. Um, yeah. yeah. I mean, 
my guys are playing in Minnesota and all over yep. the place. Yeah. yeah, they just go to wherever it's open, and I, mm-hmm. I don't blame Wisconsin. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So they, I don't blame the kids for doing it, but no. it's just they they got to understand I can't do that. <laughs> like, right, I'm they don't in, understand. I mean, yeah. they understand. Like I'm older too. I'm in my mid fifties. It's like I can't do that, guys. It's like seriously. Yeah, it was like I, I would love to get in there and do it with them, but I just look at them like guys, like. I we can't legally <laughs> right and you got little that, kids so. too you don't want to yeah. bring that stuff home to them I mean even though they'll I mean, probably be okay but yeah right now we are in my family's in quarantine because of a, a daycare center with our uh, two kids so we're at home for a week another week right now anyway so yeah crazy. it's fun so it sounds like you're gonna have a good team yeah we should uh I mean out of the top I would say out of the last year's top 10 I returned seven of them Okay. So there. Hey, everybody. Happy Thursday. I like Thursdays. Remember, remember when Thursdays was um, Cheers and I think Friends was on Thursdays too. But anyway, um, this podcast is sponsored by Better Help. Um, as I've said all week, this is, this is something really close to my heart being married to a psychologist. I know how, how important mental health and social emotional things are. Um, they are. BetterHelp is a wonderful thing. They, they have licensed therapists in, in all 50 states. They will help you, and you'll be matched with one um, within 48 hours. And if you don't like that one, you can always change it. I think that's a great thing that they offer all of you. And and I love, you know, we're, we're moving into a world where, you know, we're not only busy, but, you know, they're available in so many different ways. They're available via phone call or video call or even messaging. And I think that's just a wonderful thing. Um, you know, and it's an affordable way to get traditional offline therapy, um, you know, to get to, to, you know, often you had to go to your, your therapist and you get in your car and all this stuff. And they're offering something that's, um, that's unique to that. And, and what I love is financial aid is available. Um, but what he, what's even better is they're having a special offer for coach unplugged listeners. You can get 10% off. All you got to do is go to better help better help help.com backslash hoops because we like basketball hoops don't we all right have a great day everybody there hey, how, uh, how many points do you return what percentage uh, that's the that's the kicker in high school sports man i'd say about 60 oh then you're good 60 yeah. percent of your points yeah oh yeah, yeah. then you're in good shape because it was the leading score and then like the third leading score and then all the rest of the points are there yeah, that's the key the, from the stats teacher. That's the key stat, man. Yeah. If you return points, you're in good shape. Yeah. And there was a, there was a lot of, I was holding like the one junior guard that I'm returning. I was holding him back a lot right? because there was a lot of times, like he was, he's not a very good defender, but he's the best offensive player we have. And there were times that I would kind of hold him back and I never started him because I wanted that spark off the bench with him because teams had to adjust when he came in. Right. And so that worked, but then he played probably second most minutes on the team, but just right. came off the bench to bench. do that. So, right. Yeah. Uh, okay. Was gonna, oh, so one thing I looked, did you look at that practice plan thing that I saw? I can pull it up if I screen yeah. share. Yeah. Pull it up. Let me pull it up. I, I, I might so, have, but it's like, uh, hold on. I got to make sure. You so I it. used, I've used this for a while and then I was going to show you yeah. something. It's just right here. So that's like what we did for a typical practice. Uh, we would do like a warm up and then finishing. We learned, I learned pretty quickly that we were struggling with finishing. So we did that, like the math of finishing and the kids loved that. 
Right. They loved just going out at each other. And then we would do a decent amount of shooting. And then uh, this drill, I found, I kind of uh, adapted it off of uh, a Texas Tech drill where it's 60 seconds. And I would have my uh, manager put 60 seconds on the, uh, on the scoreboard. And you played 60 seconds of defense. And uh, so like the red team started with the ball, white team on defense. And if the white team got the rebound or got a steal, they just dropped the ball and ran and played defense on the other end. And then you would keep going. And if they scored or got an offensive rebound, it reset the 60 seconds. Ah. So it, we did that almost every day. So sometimes that would take – you would do it till one till the team did it. So the team would do it in 60 seconds. You got, to hold, you got to hold them for 60 seconds? Yeah, usually it's about three or four possessions. Yeah, because it's going quick. And like right when you get it, you, you flip right to uh, what you do right then. So you stop them for the first possession, and then you drop the ball after you get the rebound or steal. And then you, go play de- you have to play transition defense to get back because they can go down and score. And then it resets. And it has – that felt that built a ton of toughness in our kids. Oh, I because, bet. Because if you you would get you play forty five seconds of defense, and then one kid didn't box out, got the offensive rebound, and then you reset and have to do that again. Because you and got the offensive that, rebound and put it back in and scored. No, no, it's just offensive rebound. You just get the offensive rebound, and they're back on defense again for another oh. sixty seconds. And they just, I mean, it just it brought out some. So the toughness. drill stops. The drill stops. How does the drill stop then? Uh, the drill is done when the timer goes off at 60 seconds. And, 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 I've, and my team has held your team to not scoring or no offensive rebounds. Yeah, exactly. I like that. And it's been like, I, I thought my kids got really tough during by oh, doing man. that drill. I'm stealing, I'm stealing that one. What, what did you call it? Texas tech or did you just call it 60? I just saw a 60 second drill and the kids like when, then when I was really mad at them after losses, they would have a punishment every time that they had to reset the clock. And it got like, there'd be times that we would run that drill for an hour and a half, but then there'd be other times we'd run the drill for 20 minutes because they locked in and did what they needed to do for those 20 minutes. So we would just kind of run it twice and you got to kind of do even teams because. Right, 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 right. And really I always have my, I'm always having my assistant coaches do the teams so yeah. they're even. I know. Yeah, that, but that drill, I, found, I, I heard it on something and I go, okay, I'm going to adapt that to my kids. And we did it quite a bit and I felt like, just defensively, we just got so much better and rebounding as well. So, I love that drill. All right, I'm stealing that one. Hopefully yeah, I, 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 it. I love that. Yeah, I thought it was a really good one. It's simple too. That's easy. <laughs> yeah, it's simple. And are you do. running your stuff or are you running? You're running your stuff again. Yeah, it's just our stuff, and yeah. really, we just kind of the kids kind of kind of run what they want, and like, or if, or I might say, I want you to run our offense in this, or I want right. you to run this certain thing during spots, but. It, uh, it, it, I felt like that really helped us defensively throughout the year and rebounding and just toughness and everything. Yeah, like you're that. always looking for that kind of – the toughness yeah. drills are so important. Yeah. yeah, so that was that's like a typical practice that we've done is that and then some – we worked on sets, transitions. But I wanted to show you something that I just found on, on the internet – or on Twitter, actually, that I'm curious to kind of go through. found this, which is a practice plan thing – that a guy sent out on Twitter. Oh, yeah, I saw that. I had him on my podcast. He's, really? It's great. Yeah. I I haven't delved deep into it yet. Oh, it's crazy. It's crazy. Oh. It's so many things. It, I felt like it was so much 
to take in when I started to look at it. Well, again, it's it, it, I, I know what he's doing, and there, there's um I've I've interviewed a couple coaches. There's one in California that she did it with all her drills. Like okay, I mean, I can send you the link. It's like twelve bucks. If you want to buy hers, but it's like she did every drill, and then she did then she did a video of every drill. I get that. What here's what I've started to do is I've started to, and this is what I did in the, I, I tried to get everything. Yeah. It's crazy, isn't it? I, um, I, I couldn't get, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I no. So what I've tried to do is I tried to, I've tried to get everything on one sheet of paper. Okay. Like here are my four or five drills I want to do to work on my offense. Here's my four or five. And then I'm just going to rotate. And then I can add into that. Cause if I start doing that, it's like, to me, for me, in our leagues, it's probably more important to watch film, to be honest yeah. with you, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> than it is to spend an extra 10 minutes on pivoting because our guys can poop. Yeah. And, you know, they're just going to play. At some points, they're yeah. just going to go. So yeah. I got to know that you have, you, you're you going to take two dribbles and shoot, you know, 12-footers off the left, yeah. going to the left. Yeah. That's more effective to me to win games. That makes sense, yeah. That, you know what I'm saying? We're, we're, our leagues sound very similar. We always have D1 guys. We're always like, yeah. I got to know you. And you're mm-hmm. going to know me, to be honest with you, for the most part. But I got to – it's a ch- it's more of a chess match a little bit. Um, and that was something that happened this year. The last thing I kind of wanted to talk about was I felt like I got out chess matched quite a bit because right. so much – we went into the lead at halftime in almost every single one of our games. Okay. Had a lead. And it wasn't like we were doing anything different. Like, I, I felt like I had them scouted to what we were doing. We, we were doing what we wanted. And then I made some adjustments, probably not as many, because I go, okay, we're winning. It's working. Right. Let's yep. keep doing what we're doing. But then it would slip away, and then we lost so many games in the second half by, like, four or five points. So did you have timeouts? Did you have things down the stretch? to calm them did you have to burn them early did you I mean what would be give me two reasons why that happened because you probably know better than I do I think the one of the biggest things was they adapted to what we were doing a little differently that's the change up the zone thing yeah. so again if yeah. you'd have gone to two yep. three possessions of zone it would have just it's that rhythm yeah. thing just enough, I'm telling you from someone's yeah. coaching thousands of games you get I, just looked at, I looked at it I was like okay we're winning we're gonna keep what we're doing Yep. We're keep what we're doing. And they adapted to it. It was more that they adapted to what we were doing defensively because we did some different things defensively than other teams do, even though in man. Like yeah. the way we defended ball screens was very different than other. Like we kept the – if it was a big little ball screen, we kept the big on it and then trailed as hard as we could and then pulled everybody else over to the side where it was coming to. Right. And they could be – no team could really get anything off of ball screens on it. Right. So they would start to change how they were attacking us. So then all of a sudden, if you would have, yeah, that's the kicker is everyone does that adjustment. And then, yeah. And once the kid, and even if they practice it until the kids see it in person, yeah. it doesn't work. Yeah. So I think, I, yeah, I think that's one of the big ones. I'm going to tell you something else that I've done is I've practiced that. Yeah. Like literally practiced up, us being up 10 and then them making a run at us. Mm-hmm. What are we going to do? Why is this a big possession? Yeah. Balance play. So the kids, so it's then when we, when I come back to the timeout and say, Hey, we're going to change up to the mm-hmm. matchup right now. And here's why, because they're on a little bit of a run, just yeah. like in practice. Da, da, da. So part of the, part of what I've done over time is I've started to practice those things. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. That's, okay, yeah, we're, that's right. yeah. We're up. What are you going to do? Here we go. What are we going to mm-hmm. do? And then the, the, you know, 
and I call them one trips. Like if he, like mm-hmm. I just called a timeout, they just went on a six Oh run. I'll say, all right, we're going to go to our one, three, one for a one trip and then back to our man to man. And yeah. one trip is enough to just like, Whoa, what are they doing? Like, mm-hmm. you know, but you got to practice one trip. So oh yeah. Trips. yeah. Like I'm going to say, Hey, we're in our matchup two, three, two trips. That's it. Two yeah. trips. And they know they're going to play two, three for two times down. And then we're back to what we were in before. Okay. It's just enough to throw high school kids. Don't adjust. Even they're 16, 17 there. They don't adjust, (laughs) man. They freak out like, Oh my God, they're in a zone. Now there might, they might get an open three. They might hit it, whatever, but it's, it's enough to get them out of rhythm. Yeah. Um, That's why I asked if you press, because pressing is another thing that maybe if you want to say half court, then yeah. the press can do it. Maybe your two threes working great. Yeah. And if you can have that two, two, one in, mm-hmm. it just take them a little bit out of yeah. just you running the two, three can do that. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a big thing for it. That in practice are the two biggies. Okay. Yeah. Those are two things that I, cause I, I had looked at the roster that I have coming and they, I like, cause with my top, like my big guys, I have, I'll have five really pretty good, solid, like three through fives. And none of them are the fastest laterally. Right. So like a two, I, have, I, have, I thought like a two, three of them across the back, but they're long so they can challenge shots and they can rebound out of it. You could so, run someone. We'll, we'll talk about it. I got to go. I got I got my podcast at 730. Yeah. But um, I, I, if you can, if you just send me this, we can get together in a couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, send me the guys, their, their dimensions, like their, their, how tall they are. And then, you know, rate, rate their vertical. I still think if I still think you could run a one three one. I do. Okay. I really do. Well, I do have I do have a kid who's about six six three six four with like a six eight wingspan. He's just not that. But not lateral. even just. But but they but the you put the two non lateral long kids on the yeah. wings because you put yeah. the gu- you put your really good guard on top and you put okay. your other guard on the bottom and then you put your big in the middle. The big only has to go from the free throw line to the block. Okay. So basically making a triangle. It's those wings that you would just have to work with. Okay. Yeah. 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 If you run a one, three, one and no one runs it, it will freak them out. Yeah. Cause I do have one of the guards. It'll be his third year on varsity is like super freak athlete. Like five ten can do a three sixty dunk type of thing. So yeah. let's talk about that because yeah. I think what would happen with that one, three, one, two is you can, you can run one, three, ones where you're trapping. You can run one, three, ones where you're just gapping them and they don't know where to drive because all of yeah. a sudden there's somebody at the free throw line. There's somebody in the wing. There's somebody here. Yeah. Like, With, if you're driving into length or girth, it's going to be hard. Making those lobby passes, yeah. which is, yeah. which is great because it gives you time to trust me. I, there's, there's teams in Wisconsin. Steve Claus had a team in Wisconsin that a bunch of farm kids and he ran, you can run okay. it. Is if you have length, you can run it. When you got tinies, it's hard to run. I my one, I have my the kid will probably be the leading scorer is tiny. Yeah, you put him on the baseline. That's what I. I but he's smart. He's smart. Yeah, and, quick, and so. he just like yeah. This. That's what I kind of thought with him then too. Yeah, yeah I could then, see it working with the three there, and then the, and then the top one, and then one on the top. You, you teach him to like we're playing gaps. Like, are you you get to decide? Are we going to trap? Or are you going to stay back? Yeah, he's a very smart defender too. So oh, I yeah. think he could, okay, we'll do. We'll I'll yeah. put this on my list. We'll talk about yeah, this. Yeah, I'll in a yeah, I'll look at that. I'll okay. put those clips down. So all okay, right. all right, see ya. All right, bye. bye. Hey everybody, hope you enjoyed it. Make sure you subscribe, like, jump up and down, review, do whatever you got to do. Um, also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Have a great sports social podcast network. 
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting? Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.